0: It just made me think like about all the times when people said life was supposed to be happening. Like I said, your kids, marriage, career, job title. Oh, it's really going to be different when you get a Ph.D. It's really going to be different when you get your MPH, when you're making six figures, when you join the Deltas, when you join a sorority, when you join a fraternity, when you get in the links, when you do all these different things. And it's just like it just hit me like that's really the gag that ends up fucking so many of us up in our lives because the reality is like, no, your life is happening right now. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest and truest version of you, but that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. So I turned forty-two, I was gonna say twenty-two, I turned forty-two on the twenty-fifth and such kind of like it ended up being a really good birthday, but it was also really weird because this is the first year, as I said like in an Instagram post, that I didn't there was no plan there. I wasn't gonna be going to dinner with anybody. There was no birthday party, there were no friend get togethers, there's no airline ticket, there's no spa day, there's no waxing. There's no rock climbing. There are none of the things that I would have loved to do. There's no kayaking, which I really wanted to do. So it was just weird because I knew going into my birthday that I did not have anything planned. And it was just kind of like an odd and unfamiliar place. But I also feel like that's kind of where I am at this point in my life because things are changing and expanding. And I like to call this the hallway phase. And we all have this where you're not what you were anymore. And you're also not yet what you're going to be. So you're in the hallway. You're not there, but you're not quite there yet either. And it's not like you can't see the door at the end of the hallway, but what's happening is your depth perception is off. So you see the door, but you can't really tell if it's like 50 feet, 500 feet, 5,000 feet so you're just in that kind of in-between space i think another way to describe it would be like being in the void it's that place of like possibility where everything is possible and yet none of it it's all here right now in a like a deeper spiritual sense but in a practical sense like none of those things are here right now so anyway just thinking about turning 42 and for i'm not a person also who's really like oh my god so old like i don't yeah old is just not really a concept that i Attach myself to. I have a couple of friends. They're actually guys, which now that I think about it, are like, oh my God, I'm so old. I'm so old. And they affirm that all the time. I don't really think about that. But as I've mentioned, I am really mindful of time and just time, death. How are you using your time here? All of those things. And so I don't even know where this thought came from, but it was the birthday night. So it must have been like, I know I was in the bed. So it must have been like midnight or 11 o'clock or something. And I picked up my phone and kind of just started writing about, you know, it's so interesting when I think back over the years, growing up, we have this narrative. And I don't know if it's true of other cultures, but definitely in the West, we're always being taught like, wait till you turn 16. Oh, wait till you turn 21. Oh, it's really going to happen when you get your degree oh, no, wait till you get a job. No, but life's really going to start happening when you get married. No, it's really when you get kids. Oh, wait till you get this amount in your 401k or oh, wait till you start investing this or going this place or you go to that country. And I feel like we are just raised with this insatiable fixation, like the carrot is always somewhere else out there. It's always, you're always just enough close to it, but not quite. And it just made me think like, about all the times when people said life was supposed to be happening. Like I said, kids, marriage, career, job title. Oh, it's really going to be different when you get a PhD. It's really going to be different when you get your MPH, when you're making six figures, when you join the deltas, when you join a sorority, when you join a fraternity, when you get in the links, when you do all these different things. And it's just like, it just hit me like, that's really the gag that ends up fucking so many of us up in our lives because the reality is like, no, your life is happening right now. It's happening right now the whole time. It's in front of you. Like, this is all that matters. I think I started thinking about like, just when I turned 21 and I got food poisoning and I ended up having to be admitted to the hospital. And I just something was making me think specifically about that moment. And I remember I was shooting pool with somebody at a little like, pool hall in like North Atlanta or whatever. And all these little moments I can flash back to in my mind. And it always felt like, well, I'm on the journey to get there. And once I get there, quote unquote, things are going to be different. And it really just kind of sinking in like, oh, that is one of the most destructive. What's another word I would use? It's one of the most destructive and I guess self sabotaging, kind of the same thing, but destructive and self sabotaging thoughts is that it's not happening right now, but you're getting ready for something. Like, and what I'm realizing, like, no, the getting ready is the doing it, and it made me think about my ex. Had always some kind of way he had like put me on this video. We would talk about it about Allen Iverson talking about practice, and I think that might the basketball player for those of you who don't know. And I think that might have been like at the height of his career or something. And I guess it might have been some altercation between him and the coach, and he's like yeah, you're talking about practice, practice, like I show up in the games, I do this, I did it all the different stats, and it, or it even might have been at a press conference. But anyway, he was just, I remember watching the video multiple times. And at this point, it's an old video, I saw it recently, but from years ago, and he's going on and on about, you're talking about practice, you're talking about practice. And at the time, that video and his sentiment used to make so much sense to me. It was like, yeah, damn, they're on this dude about practice, like look what happens when he gets in the game, though. He does this, he does this, he does this. And you're going to sweat my man about practice. And it just hit me the other night. Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me anymore. I I don't, which is also very interesting. It's so funny how something that makes so much sense at one point can then not make any sense when you, of course, live longer, have more context, understand things differently. But now I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, we are fucking talking about practice because The game isn't won when the cameras go up and the buzzer sounds. The game is won in practice. Like, that's it. Practice is actually the game. There is no such thing as all of this doesn't matter. It's only going to matter every, I don't know, Tuesday and Thursday, Friday night. No, it matters right now. And so it makes me think, too, of people who are like, well, I'm going to do this when I get there. I'll start giving when I get there. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know how to communicate and really be in a relationship, but when I'm with my soulmate, I'm going to do it then. No, you're not. No, you're not because you don't do it now. Like the doing happens in the everyday, which means it happens in your practicing because the practicing is the life. And so it just made me think like, yeah, your life is not a dress rehearsal. It's happening right now. And as long as we keep creating these things of like, it's going to be better when shit's really going to pop off, then I'm really going to be satisfied. Then like, you know, or maybe I should say when, like, when this thing happens in the future, when this thing happens in the distance, and it's like, no, all of the important things are happening now. And I may have mentioned this before, but it's like, when the pandemic started last year, I would go to the store and always call my neighbors to see if they wanted something because my thing was like, OK, everybody in the neighborhood doesn't need to expose themselves. If I'm already going, there's no point in all of us going. And these are the neighbors that I'm like closer to. And so I would always call. And, you know, I think one of the first times I did it, they were like, oh, my God, thank you. And I probably had a list of a couple things and I pick up the things and it's like, what do I owe you? You don't owe me anything. You know, it's my pleasure. Don't worry about it or whatever. And so now fast forward a year later. And I've always been cool with my neighbors, like all of them for sure. But it has definitely made, it's definitely strengthened my relationship with one of the families because it's something that, you know, I mean, people are kind of, especially I live in Atlanta, so people here are really wild. My neighbors aren't, but people are out and about. And so, but it's just nice that it's still, it's not as restrictive as it was a year ago, but we still reach out to hey, I'm going to the store. Can I grab you something? Hey, I'm headed to the post office. You need me to take something or pick up some mail or whatever. And just that kind of, I think about currency circulation. Of course, money is a type of currency, but just energy in general, like how are you making sure the energy around you is still circulating? And that's not something you wait and do later. It's something you do now. And so just in the little exchanges that we have. And then it was like, oh, hey, I'm going to pick up some Indian food. Oh, I didn't know there was an Indian spot over here. Oh, yeah. And so it's just nice to see how the relationship and connections have expanded just in the quote unquote practice. But if I had waited to say, well, no, I'm going to wait to really connect with them when I have a partner because all my neighbors are married and it's weird for me to be the single woman. So I'm going to wait until that. No, connect with the people now. Like it doesn't, you also don't know where things are going to lead. You don't know where they're going to go. But if we're always waiting for some made up time in our minds in the future to think that things are going to happen, then I can very easily see how people get to 48, 50, 62, 70, and you feel like, damn, this shit is flying. Because it's something I hear you know, a lot of parents say, or I've heard kind of in the the quote unquote parent world, which is like when you're parenting or when your kids are young, the days are long, but the years are short. And I'm like, damn, I'm 42. Like I really can, you know, I clearly remember things from my 20s. I clearly remember Raquel and I like doing certain things and really specific moments from high school. And it doesn't feel like that was 25 years ago. And yet it was. And so I'm like, wow, if I had waited to say my life is gonna start when I get a partner, or even the thing about traveling that was always my thing in my twenties of like, well, I don't want to go without my man. I want to have a man and I want us to go together and I want us to make memories together. Yeah, I mean, I have had partners, but one of them didn't want to travel. The other one we went places with, and the other one we actually one of them didn't want to travel. The other two we did things together, but one of them was strictly in California and the other one we did go other places, but it's like Okay, so you're and I remember that was one of the things that really made a big shift for me. So you're going to plan your entire life and the things that you really feel drawn to do around the fact that you need to wait for a partner to come. So you have somebody to do things with. What if that shit doesn't happen? What if you end up being with somebody amazing and they're great and they don't want to go anywhere? They don't want to go to Morocco. They don't want to travel that's not a priority for them. They don't make that a priority in their life. You will have wasted your entire life because you built up some narrative and dream in your mind about what this dream, relationship or partnership was going to be instead of you going to find and do the thing now. So anyway, super short podcast this week, but just, yeah, wanted to remind you, your life is not a dress rehearsal. It is not. This is not something that we keep rehearsing because the stage, the opening night is going to come. Opening night is every single day you wake up in the morning. And, you know, it's just really something to think about in the ways that to look through your own narratives and check yourself and see the ways that you are putting off things that you really could and should be experiencing now, except for the fact that you think there's going to be some fictitious, perfect time somewhere in the nondescript future that you can have and do and be it all. So your life is happening right now, all around you, every interaction, every conversation, every single day is your practice, but this is how you show up and it's an opportunity to get better. And yeah, stop delaying, you know what I love to say, stop delaying things that, and putting them off for some other time because, you know, I also love to say like, you are making plans on borrowed time that has not been promised to you. The game could be on Monday and knock on wood, I might not make it to Monday. It's Saturday. Anything can happen at any point. Play it full out now. So yes, to Allen Iverson, however many years ago, yes, my dude, we are talking about practice. We absolutely are talking about practice because if you think that the only time you have to show up is when the lights are on and the rafters are packed and people are chanting your name or the TV cameras are up and that's the only time you really need to perform. I know that's the same energy you take to every other area of your life. Every day matters. The practice matters. Your life is not a dress rehearsal. So think about that this week. I will be back soon and talk to you guys later.